Good luck with the Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. Hello. So not to upset you guys, but we are getting rid of our intro song. So Claire, when do you want to like announce a date? Because I feel like people need to know that we're I thought the new intro was going to be on this one. I thought people were going to like have just turned this on and not heard it. Right. Well, we pre- we need to prepare people. Maybe next week. Next How about week. Next this week? is the last one. Okay. And it's not that we don't like the song, but we're just needing something new. I feel like there's so many brands that have this song. Maybe we'll splice it in every once in a while. We got a different song. Okay. We got a different song. So so play this one on repeat because this next week it's going to be different. I don't know if you guys saw like the adorable Instagram video that we just put out, but that has our old song in it. And I was like, does that mean we got to keep it? I know. I thought about that too. But oh, well. you know, that's just for old time's sake. We'll right. keep that in it's there. It's still a great song that everyone wants to listen to. Indeed. Which, by the way, that video is super so cute. cute. And Please go watch it if you haven't yet. Every it's time so I watch it, I get tears in my eyes because I'm like, did we really create this community where we met the coolest people? I don't think I, I would know. ever meet such cool people in my regular life. I mean, no. I have cool people in my life, but these are right. like... Sorry, everyone who I've organically met. <laughs> I have uber cool people in my life, but these people are beyond. So thank you guys for sending in your videos and it taking the time. It was also so fun to like see everyone in their natural habitats. I know. Like Mira's just yeah, cooking. Yeah, we talk about Mira and she's like in Japan, just in her yeah. kitchen. I'm like, hey... There's Mira's kitchen. There's Mira's and kitchen. And Kelly. Kelly's kitchen. Kelly's, Kelly's dog. Kelly's car. I know. It's so it's fun. It's so great. There's a yeah. wall near George where he's doing a handstand. Hey, George's <laughs> wall. Kara's sitting in a hammock. It's great. Oh my gosh, like, so good. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys so much. We are going to release some of those videos that we did with, we've talked about before with our friend Megan. And we just, I mean, that was the one that I wanted to release first because it was just so great to see. I'm, I'm more interested in our listeners than I am in seeing us. 1,000%. So that, that was really great. You'll get to see a hint of that song in uh, in the videos. And then the other thing about this week's episode is originally we were going to use this time to discuss some Colorado-specific ballot initiatives that are coming up, and we have decided to postpone that conversation until next week. So if you have your mail-in ballot ready to go and you're just still not quite sure what to vote on, the, the ones we're going to discuss were the um, Gray Wolf one, the abortion after 22 weeks one, and the fam- paid family leave. If you are someone who's still really like not quite sure what your thoughts are or what your decision is on those different propositions and you... Just just want to hear what your friends Joy and Claire think about them, then hold your ballot for one more week and we will be chatting about them in next week's episode. Yeah, we're going to chat about it next week. I think this week we just kind of wanted to, I don't know, at least for me personally, I was like, I just want to talk to our listeners and get some listener questions. Yeah, and I then just was not ready for that conversation. I wasn't ready for the conversation, which is not to say, I, I want to be clear, it's not like we're ignoring it, but I just also wanted to have more time to sit with it and think about it. And I haven't really been doing that. And so the other thing that I've been like on that same note is I want to be mindful about talking about things that I have done my due diligence of research. And I was kind of feeling nervous about that. I'm like, I just don't feel ready. So I think that's just a lesson in general for us. I'm going to be watching. I'm like super amped up right now because I'm going to watch the debate, the first presidential (sighs) candidate debate in a couple hours. And don't worry, guys, we're not talking about politics on this episode. Not to say that we are doing that to please anybody. (laughs) But I just know that there's some people that are like, I just need a little bit of a brain break. So we're not going to be talking about politics necessarily on this episode, but I just wanted to say I'm like super jazzed to watch the debate. There's just been so much that's gone on. I just want to kind of give a shout out to the New York Times 
for like the bomb that they dropped. Oh, no. Like, can yeah. you, Im- but can you imagine just like being the, I, I was just imagining being those journalists that are like sitting there typing furiously, like trying oh, to get this out before the debate. I just, no matter what side you're on, that work ethic, I could just see. Well, and who knows like how long that process has been? Who knows if they've been holding totally. on to this for weeks and we're like, let's drop it the Sunday before the debate. Who yeah. Knows? And the other thing, like if you don't know what we're talking about, the New York Times dropped an article about Donald Trump's tax returns. And it's a huge lengthy article. And so the other thing that the Daily Podcast released an episode, we're recording this on Tuesday, the 29th, and they released an episode about the reporters that reported on that story, and just kind of how they came to find out about this. And they got all of this from legal channels. Mm-hmm. They have been doing this for years, years and years and years. This is just not something they stumbled upon. Like they have been working on this for years and years. So aside from where you land on the spectrum of where you're voting, I just admire work ethic like that when you just are so dedicated to finding the truth and finding facts. So that has just really inspired me to kind of like, I think it's fine to kind of post things that are funny and like memes that kind of joke about the election or whatever. But then there's times where you're like, am I reposting this because I just agree with it and I think it's funny or am I putting like bad intel out? And I just sometimes get really nervous about that. I do a lot of reposting. And for anyone who follows me on my personal Instagram knows I do it. Like that's kind of all I do is I just repost stuff in stories. I tr- I tend to not repost anything that has like a hard number or a hard fact in it if I can't verify that hard number or hard fact. So yeah, because like, am I going to repost the Schitt's Creek scene? Where David? He, yeah, absolutely. Where, yeah, where David is trying to explain what a write-off is? <laughs> 1,000%. I've never even watched Schitt's Creek and I saw that that was hilarious. 1,000%. So Dave, yeah, if you haven't seen that, just Google Schitt's Creek or even just go to Dan Levy's uh, Instagram and he has posted it there. I think so, or his Twitter. Yeah, I I found it on Re Memer five thousand, and it was just like I died laughing. And I feel yeah. like, do I need to revisit Shit's Creek? I feel like I. Oh my do. god, Claire! Yes, I couldn't even get through the first episode. It was so okay. Cringy. Here's the other thing: if you like, someone made a good point. Okay, we're gonna have to like pimp our uh, on your marks get set bake podcast because someone commented about like that's probably why you don't like Noel is because he kind of gets that weird jokey comedy vibe that you do not like. It's yeah, I don't know. I don't like Noel because I don't think he has a I just feel like he's out of place in that. Yeah. Of course he is. Look I know, at him. but like that's the thing is I don't like I don't find that funny. I just kind of find it like awkward. Okay. But I think so like no, Shit's Creek is so the characters like I think I can't do get cringy through, comedy I cannot but it's not cringy it's so like the com the characters are so lovable it's almost like how do you it's I could see cringy like punked like I can't watch punked no, I can't yeah, watch I people watch punked I cannot watch I can't watch jackass I no, can't watch like any not. of that humor I can't watch, like most reality TV that's like that, like no, sketch. not even sketch, like yeah, just slapstick. Like if you can get through Arrested Development, you could one hundred percent. I know, I know. I, I got know. into Arrested Development when I was like in high school. I know. So anyway, I'm gonna try it again. The point is, every time I again. see a meme that's or like a gif that's from Shit's Creek, I find it hysterical, and I'm like, but I couldn't like they're oh. hysterical to me like in pieces, but when it's right. in context, it's too stressful. Anyway, yeah, okay. and but you like like Eliza Schlesinger, right? Like you like her comedy, yeah, but she's just like a one, you know, she's a one it's not man situational show. Okay, so posting things that you have researched, unless they're jokes, like truly jokes. Also, if you guys have not checked out our new podcast. <laughs> It is called On Your Marks Gets Up Bake. 
and it was so fun to record. We are following along with the 2020 season of the Great British Baking Show, aka British Bake Off, depending on where you're located. And it's so fun. And I'm so mad that it we have to wait a week in between episodes because I just want to talk about baking. Yeah, I'm kind of upset as well. Like I actually went and revisited and re-watched a few Great British Baking Show episodes because I was like, I just, I want to watch the next episode. So now they're posting on their Instagram page about this week's show because in the UK it's already dropped. And so I'm like, oh, I can't I know, wait till spoilers. Friday. So many yeah. spoilers. Yeah, so I many also spoilers. feel like we all, we're definitely going to end up going back and recording old, for old seasons. For old seasons, I know. I know. And so people who have not watched the show, would you tell them to watch, to listen to this podcast? Yeah. Because we're listening, because people are writing in and they're like, I don't watch the show. Should I listen? I'm like, yeah, you should. Well, and also guys, like, it's not that long of a pot. Like our shows, our first episode was what, 35 minutes and each of our other episodes are probably even going to be shorter because we don't have so much explaining to do. Right. Every time I say that phrase, I hear Ricky Ricardo, you got some explaining to do. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Lucy. So good. We have some explaining to do. We don't have so much explaining to do. And mm-hmm. so it's probably only going to be like 20, 25 minutes. So guys, like, check it out. If you don't watch yeah. The Great British Baking Show, it's still just funny banter. We still talk about, you know, it's not going to make as much sense to you. Right. But I think people expect, some of my friends were messaging me. They're like, do you bake now? I'm like, no, 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 no. no That's no, no. not Let's at all clear. what we talk about. If you watch the show, you'll get it. Yeah. It's not about the act It's not about baking. baking. It's about us talking about the show and the characters and the bakes and the competitions yes. and Paul Hollywood's jeans and his hair. That's just like a little roundup of what we've been working on. <laughs> Videos, just a little roundup. memes, British baking show podcast. But yeah, right. subscribe. It's called On Your Marks, Get Set, Bake. And it seriously is so much fun. I, I listened to it. And I don't typically listen to our own episodes, but I re-listened to it because I thought it was so fun. I thought it was great. Too. I also, yeah. our intro music is like my favorite thing. For that I podcast. Know. Yeah. Thank you to Doug who put that together for yes. us. All right. So for this week, we wanted to get some to we wanted to get to some listener questions, and then we do have some voice memos at the end because we want to talk about little acts of aggression, which I think are so funny that you guys sent in. Every single week, you are sending the best voice memos, so please keep sending them. And then we'll end with our question of the week. All right, so our first question from our listeners, and this is just from our Instagram stories. Claire, someone wanted to know how your trail run went. Oh, great question. So uh, yesterday, which was Monday, when I'm recording this, uh, I took a mental health day, which first of all, normalize taking a mental health day and emailing your boss and not pretending you have like a a toothache. I just emailed my boss yesterday and was like, hey, I'm taking a mental health day. And he was like, thanks for letting me know. I hope everything is good. Yeah. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Golden Gate Canyon State Park, which is outside of Golden, Colorado. It is like prime fall colors right now in Colorado. All of the aspens are fluorescent yellow. And if you've never been to Colorado and experienced like the bright yellow leaves and the bright blue b- fall sky, like I don't know what to tell you. It's just, it's a different, yeah. it's awesome. It, I think it's better. Everyone's like, maple leaves in the fall go to the northeast don't it's not it's anticlimactic it's raining it i know just rains in vermont i'll fall they yeah. don't tell you that i moved no. to vermont and no one knew told me that it was just gonna rain the whole time one out of ten golden gate canyon state park 11 out of 10 <laughs> you just offended everyone in vermont i'm sorry i don't like rain and 
I'm getting it at a one out of 10. I did not have any, I had a terrible experience living in like rural Vermont and I'm open to being redeemed, but my experience was a one out of 10. On to my experience yesterday. It was an 11 out of 10. And part of it, I went trail running. And by that, I mean, I was on a trail and I started to run and then I stopped and walked when I got tired. And then I ran a little bit more when it was like downhill. And then like, you when just it picked flat, it up a little bit. I ran yeah. and I had my fanny pack on and it was like jangling on my side. So it was great. I feel, I mean, I've gone, I, I used to run on trails all the time. Um, but I never like really thought about it as being like quote unquote trail running. I was just like running on a trail sort mm-hmm. of like how people are like, are you a rock climber? I'm like, I mean, I rock climb. <laughs> you I climber? can get on I mean, the wall and climb a rock. Climbing. Yeah. Uh, I don't consider myself a rock climber or an ice climber. Similarly here, this like felt a little bit more intentional, a lot of fun. It was hard. And I really appreciated the fact that if I, because st- here's what I think the big redeeming quality of trail running is. If you go on a run on the sidewalk, if you stop to walk, you're just walking on the sidewalk now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is not interesting. If you go on a trail run, if you need to take a break and walk, you're still on a beautiful hike. Like now you're just in nature enjoying yeah, it's yourself. Yeah, it's win-win. a win-win. So yeah, I had fun. Thank you for asking yeah. to that person. Okay. So uh, I personally want to know, like, did you just wake up and you're like, oh man, I'm just not feeling the day. I need to turn this frown upside down. It was the night before, really. I was like, I mean... For anyone, parents out there of small kids, you can relate to the fact that like weekends are not relaxing. <laughs> and for me, I haven't taken a day off of work, like a whole day off of work since the end of June when we went on that backpacking trip. So it's been over three months. What that basically means is that like I have in three months had no time that wasn't spoken for. Like every minute of my day is spoken for before it begins, whether it's parenting or working. Those are the the only or sleeping. And I just on Sunday started feeling like I just need some time that like I is mine. So in order to do that, I had to take the day off work. Our au pair still worked and, you know, watched the kids. So that and then yeah. I just, yeah, it's like I just need to like Good. have some time where I get to decide what I'm doing. Good for you. I'm glad you did that. Did it help? Yes, it was great. Good. Okay. Uh, someone asked if they, if you could do more original would you rathers because she mm. uses them in her class. So I don't oh. want to put you on the spot, but maybe at the end of the episode, you you can kind of throw one or two out at us. I mean, I can't think about it while I'm talking. I know, but I'm just so, thinking like if yeah. something comes to you th- throughout the episode, but, or we can do that in I'll a future put some episode. On, I'll put some on Instagram stories today when you listen to this. So on Thursday, okay. I'll Great. put some, I'll add some on Instagram stories today. Okay. What have you been enjoying lately food wise? <laughs> mm. Okay. Do you want to go? Yep. Uh, Half-Baked Harvest has this recipe for crock pot chipotle pumpkin chili. Pulled pork chipotle pumpkin chili. Something like that. It's so good. All you got to have is a pork shoulder, variety of spices, some fire roasted chilies, or it's not chilies, fire roasted tomatoes, some tomato paste, and you put that in the crock pot, and then you top it with uh, cinnamon toasted pumpkin seeds and a little bit of sour cream. It's delicious. We've had it twice. Highly recommend. That sounds amazing. So autumnal. Mm-hmm. Very autumnal. <laughs> I have been enjoying something so cliche joy. All of the Trader Joe's fall cookies. Triple ginger snaps, pumpkin Jojo's. They have these little Something like mini real. ice cream cones. They're so great. Uh, so I've just been enjoying the rainbow and variety of Trader Joe's desserts the in a box. orange rainbow. Yep. Totally burnt orange rainbow. (laughs) P.S. If we go to Mas Chaos anytime soon, there was a beverage that I had there 
I don't know, a couple weeks ago at an outdoor happy hour, by the way. I always feel like we have to make sure that we are being mm-hmm. COVID cool. It was, I don't even know the name of it, but it was so good. And it had like this, it almost looked like, a, it was like a margarita style, but it had like this smoky, mm. peppery salt on the outside. Ooh. So when you, when you, it was almost like, it was like hot pepper almost. So when you drank, when you took a sip, it was like really spicy. And then you got this like woodsy smoky flavor. Oh my God. It was, was, it was it, amazing. Did it have mezcal? Yeah. And it was like the special of the night. So I cannot mm, remember the name right. of it for the life of me because it wasn't on the menu. But I'm like, oh my God, I could go back and drink like 10 of those. Okay. So someone asked more home edit thoughts, please. The only thought that I have is I am still just trying to go room by room one project at a time. It's very easy to get overwhelmed. I'm a fan. I don't know what else to say about it. I saw a meme that was like, clear stackable storage boxes are the new French tuck. Yeah. You don't think it's, it's going to make a difference, and it, but it does. <laughs> totally makes a difference. And so now, like what I notice is little things. So I try it because I will get very overwhelmed if I think too much about it. So I'm like, oh, for instance, all of our batteries are in this ca- in this cabinet, just like stacks of batteries and like they're still in the cardboard plastic. And so I took them all out and I put them in little glass jars. I was like, oh, we have mason jars. And then I put them, like stack them next to each other in the right size in each jar. And I didn't go get like new plastic bins. I was like, I already have jars that I don't use. There so like go. little things like that, yeah, I tried to like- be resourceful. Totally. You don't need to go spend like $500 on clear plastic no, in order for this to be. Exactly. Effective. I was like, I can do this without buying And I personally plastic. have not watched the home edit still yet because I cannot commit to what I know will be the ensuing home organization frenzy. For sure. And you're not allowed to watch anything until you watch new, until you watch Bridesmaids. <laughs> That's my oh, new yeah. rule. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We found out in last week's episode of On Your Mark, Get That Bake that I have not seen Bridesmaids. So sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> I really want to answer this question because it's one of my very, very, very favorite topics. Okay. What's your favorite fall jacket? Ooh. I love fall jackets, guys. And you love fall boots. I get a text from you every year with I get boots. my one pair of boots a year. This year, I am buying the, uh, I still have the tab pulled up because I'm in the bottom yet, women's Kodiak Peito Chelsea boot in um, uh, cocoa is the color I'm going to get. I love a good fall jacket. I love a mid-weight layer. It's like my favorite thing. Um, my favorite is a Patagonia quarter zip. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Nice thick fleece. Um, if you want something a little bit lighter weight, then I really like those like cargo jackets that were really popular a couple years ago. The mm-hmm. like green, you know, Madewell or whoever Cardwell cargo jackets. I don't love jean jackets. I don't know why. I just feel like they're a little bit I have really narrow shoulders and stiff jackets that have like, oh, a dis, you know, yeah. it's like they look like that's like my dream. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You have the opposite problem. But like jackets that have too much structure in the shoulders end up making me look like I'm wearing shoulder pads. Yeah. But I love Patagonia for jackets. Pretty much all outer layers. I will yeah. defer to Patagonia. I love I a vest. Let's just be clear here, guys. My favorite fall jacket is a, is a vest. You really, I mean, if you, if you live in somewhere that's, if you live somewhere that's like always warm, then you're never going to need a vest. And you're probably like, why? But if you are in Colorado where temperatures can go from like 30 to 70 <laughs> within 24 Try like hours. 30 to 90. That happened yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Then, yeah, it was, um, the vest is the way to go. It's perfect because sometimes you're like, if you're too hot, this happens a lot this time of year where you, you overlayer or you put on too heavy of a coat and then by like noon you're sweating 
And then four o'clock, five o'clock, you're freezing. A vest just takes care of all that middle ground. You can unzip, you can zip it up. It like goes up to your collar. So great. Covers your neck. And if you're John Hay, you just never have to take it off again. Just a sweater <laughs> vest every day for the rest of your life. Oh my if you're gosh, it's Claire's dad if you're new to the show. I'm a huge fan of big sweaters. So mm-hmm. I wear a lot of sweaters at work. So I have like huge, huge cardigans. The one that I have right now is from Marine Layer. Marine Layer. Scott got it for me for my birthday. And it's this. Oh, bir- I, okay. I saw that in your Instagram story. And I was like, is that the Marine Layer one? Yeah. I wanted that one. Is it worth it? Oh, it's amazing. I love Marine Layer. <laughs> yeah. Marine Layer is one of my favorite brands. And so it's called the Bird's Eye Cardigan. And it is to die for. Um, and it's just really, really soft. It has like t-shirt, like almost mm-hmm. um, padded. like Lined, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it is, let's see. So that's Marine, Marine Layer. And then I have a J. Crew cardigan. I have, I do, I have this great Levi's jacket, but it's really more for winter because it's mm-hmm. like lined with this awesome fur, like oh, leopard I, fur. I God, about. I love that jacket. And then I'm a huge fan of the Sorel boots for, for the winter because I, I love anything waterproof. COVID road trip suggestions. Zion arches anywhere. So don't go to Zion, actually, because you have to get a permit ahead of time. And it's really, really hard to get in. And they're mostly sold out. Arches is a great option. I don't know where you're road tripping from. That makes me think like you're road tripping probably from somewhere in the southwest or Rocky Mountain region. Just know that anywhere you go, if you're going to a national park, most national parks, if not all, are currently re- restricting entry and you have to get a ticket ahead of time and typically those tickets go on sale they've been on sale but then they hold a certain um, percentage and release them it's either five or two days I think it's five days out so like if you want to go on Saturday you have to be at your computer on Monday like ready to go just know know before you go if you will but Arches is the best. I love Moab. This time of year in Moab is so, 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 so nice because it's oh, I bet. so mild. Yeah. Like the, like October in Moab is the best. And um, you don't have to go to Arches. You can just like hike around in other places in the area. I think I need to do like a blog post or something on my Moab recommendations because I get asked for that all the time. We have some friends who run a campground there called Up the Creek and it's super cute. It's like glamping. Like they have like little yurts or not. Yeah. Are they yurts or like teepees or something like that? And it's right by the river in town. You can like walk there um, from a lot of places in town and I would definitely recommend it. Moab is just my favorite place. Mm -hmm. I also, we had a really good time when we went on our, our like road trip through Durango I love Durango. And if you've ever been to Silverton, it is also very beautiful. Or Ure, also mm-hmm. one of my favorite places. You don't really road trip, do you? Not a big, just to, my, just to Westcliff. No, just to Westcliff. Let's ask two similar questions just to blow right through them. I mean, not to gloss over them, but we promised we wouldn't talk, talk about politics. I'm but fine it's just, talking about politics. I just don't want to, it was just like, let's just not talk about those three ballot issues tonight. Okay. Tips to affect local government. I feel like that's not like a super heavy question. I feel like that's like. Yeah. I mean, run is the number one tip. <laughs> right. I'm going to go to Michelle. If you guys haven't listened to Michelle Obama's podcast on Spotify, it's really great. It's only on Spotify. And she recently talked to, I want to say she talk to I can't remember who her guest was actually no I think she was on Black Frasier with Phoebe Robinson but in any event one of those podcasts she talked about trying to just take care of your own community 
mm-hmm. and tending to your own garden. So don't think too big or else people just get that analysis paralysis. So any way that you could just get involved in your local community or even talk to your friends or family, people that you are close to to have those important conversations, like those little changes make a big difference. So I'm just going to kind of borrow from Michelle Obama. Yeah. And I think another thing to just add on to that is really like get involved with things like think about places where people have traditionally been involved. I'm thinking like letters to the editor or um, other community forums, not like next door, but you know, like stuff like that, like go to the places where people are really voicing issues and are, you know, like, I still think letters to the editor are so great. Mm -hmm. That's something that's really phased out. You know, millennials and Gen X don't do a lot of letters to the editor, but we should still be doing them. Like they get the attention of local, you know, local officials read that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that another great and very accessible thing right now is creating like kind of pods within your own community, whether it that is on next door or whether it's wherever where you can commit to discussing certain issues openly and civilly with your neighbors and, you know, trying to utilize that collective bandwidth to bring the issues that are important to your, you know, your local, your mayor or your city planning council, like whatever that case may be. And then I would also say just like really, really be informed. I think the number one way of affecting local government is fully understanding the processes that everything goes through. Like, I, you know, I always kind of reference like, oh, I have my master's in environmental policy. I don't use my master's in my day-to-day life, but I'm so grateful for it because it gave me this incredible understanding of the way that our legal and political systems work, which are mind-bogglingly convoluted. So, you know, make sure you really understand exactly who in your community is responsible for what. And even just that amount of like research of just like, I don't, you know, whatever the case may be, like, I don't understand why we don't have curbside composting. Like that could be, you know, like, okay, who makes those decisions? Right. Instead of just being like, oh, I guess we don't have it. Right. Why do we not have it? And trying to dig a little deeper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The thing that I am thinking a lot about lately is all the things that are coming out about our current president with especially around the tax returns. And I actually talked to mom Sandy about this a little bit because back to my earlier comment about, I just don't want to jump to conclusions or I do not want to come from a place of like, I've already formed an opinion, so I'm not open to more information. Like that's a horrible way to live. And so no matter where you're coming from or what your beliefs are, I think it's really important to question it. So I talked to mom Sandy for some, for quite some time about it. I was like, I want to know, cause she knows a lot about taxes and how to how businesses manage taxes. And because part of me was like, well, he well, anyway, I'm going to I'm going to save you from that whole conversation. But I was basically questioning it almost like, well, it kind of makes sense what he did, because that's kind of what businesses do. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have a loss, you claim that loss. And if he had a crap ton of losses, like, where's the problem? And trust me, there's a lot of problems, but I'm just trying to be like as thorough as I can. And where I was I've been thinking a lot about lately is like, well, all these things are coming out. And when you kind of pick a team, let's just like use a, I don't know, a sports team or an athlete that you're like super committed to, and all of a sudden they do something wrong, there's all of a sudden this like cognitive dissonance, almost Mm -hmm. like with CrossFit where we're sitting there going, oh, this is not what we signed up for. This is not the person that we supported all this time. We certainly 
stood our ground and, and made our comments. But I almost wonder how if someone is like super diehard for one candidate, and they end up making some crappy mistake, and all of a sudden comes out in the news, I fear and I think what will happen, sadly, is like, the cognitive dissonance will just be so strong that they'll find any way to make their argument still true. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I'm trying to be mindful of as well is am I just trying to make my argument true? Or am I just or am I trying to just look for the facts and not be so committed to an argument just for the sake of it being my argument, like that whole right thing, the righteous thing? Oh, okay, I guess I was wrong about that. I can change my mind. Is it okay to change your mind? Right. Like we talked about with, you know, when it's like the help me understand topic of like, usually the underlying thing there is like, help me, like, I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Because once you understand, you'll agree with me. Right. You know, that's what people and you know, like, there's one person in particular who just like will not leave me alone in my DMs. And every time I post something political, still, still, uh huh. And she'll oh be like, well, God. what about this? And I'm just like, I'm not gonna like, poke, I poke, no poke, amount. Poke, poke. Yeah, poke I'm the like, bear. Yeah, I'm shocked that you're even still following me. And it's <laughs> true. As soon as I see a message from her, I just delete it. Yeah. I'm like, no yeah. amount of reasoned anything. Like, you're not here to listen to No, the, you're just the trying to provoke. The the, yeah, you're just trying to provoke to well, say. And not yeah. even provoke. I think it's like, you're just like, this feels like you need this more than I do to be the one to like constantly just assert how right your opinion is. In right, the face of right, 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 right. Contradictory right. information. Are we willing to be wrong? Are we willing right. to be wrong? Correct. Right. And exactly. I think that when, and I think that, you know, this, this presidency especially has so divided people that they have to pick a side. And, and, and you know what, that just happens when there's a lot of extreme. And I think this president's very extreme. And so that you're seeing that in the public mm-hmm. is everyone's going to the extreme. And so it's really, I think, hard for people to step back and be like, well, I'm going to just analyze this and think about this and maybe question it. And, you know, I even said something on our stories last week where I felt like the media was really blowing up this whole thing about Trump is not going to have a peaceful transition and he's refusing to have a peaceful transition of power. And I'm like, they, he didn't say that at all. Yeah. Stop asking that question. And not only that, this is the other thing I'm like, stop asking that question. You're just provoking it in creating more divisiveness. And I, he didn't say that at all. I mean, he's definitely going to fight it. I mean, he's, but he didn't say, I refuse. He just said, we'll see. And so of course, you know, so yeah, stop asking that silly question. It is so dumb. So I've just been thinking about that is like how more information comes out. Can we just question it more? I want to be better about that. I want to start analyzing my own like beliefs of, okay, am I being really thoughtful about this? Because I don't want to just, the other thing is someone in my DMs on my personal account, which I rarely use, but sometimes if I just need like my burner account, I'll just do it on my personal account. And because it's private and I don't really have many followers on there anyway. And someone from my high school that I haven't talked to, I'm probably since high school, wrote me and was like, what do you mean by this? Because it was about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which by the way, everyone should be operating under the, if it brings you jealousy or anger or fear or resentment, like we should not be feeding into that. And I'm, that's mm-hmm. another place that I'm like trying to operate from is Ruth was like the Trojan horse. Like she was just like, I'm just going to come in and I'm going to try to understand you and look at all the amazing change she made. <sighs> okay. So Really quickly, someone DM'd me from my personal account. I haven't talked to her in like 20 years, whatever, since high school. And 
she was like, I want to understand what you mean by this, because it was a post about potential Supreme Court nominee taking place of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and how opposite she was. And I was like, my comment (laughs) was, and you guys don't attack me for this. This is just my own personal account. (laughs) But I was like, I feel, and I've said this to Scott so many times. I'm like, I feel like I'm living in a hand, an, an episode of a Handmaid's Tale. And if you've never seen that show, just trust me. It doesn't matter because um, we're in it. We're in it right now. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like, I mean, every time I watch that show, I'm like, oh my God, this is like reality. It's so scary. And so someone wrote me and was like, I just want to know where you're coming from. Like, she basically was questioning me. Are you putting out bad information? And it made me stop and think for a second. But part of me is like, <laughs> no, I, this is what I truly believe this. Like, I wouldn't put something out just to be like, oh, I know nothing about this candidate and I know nothing about RBG. I know plenty about both from what I've read on variety of sources. And I still have the same opinion. But I think it just continues to make me very mindful, especially now, especially with our platform. I don't want to be putting out information that's just being hypocritical or causing more fear or causing more divisiveness. All right. So, so much for us saying that we weren't going to cover political topics today, but let's move on to like two or three last questions. But first, we are going to just tell you about our favorite sponsor, Blue Blocks. Blue Blocks, who is supporting this episode, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com, discount code is Joy. I'm wearing my Blue Blocks right now as we speak. I love them. And Joy just put hers on as well. <laughs> I They are always sitting right next to my computer. I absolutely love their blue light blocking glasses. They really do make a difference. They have a variety of different types of lenses. You can get some that are more like specifically focused for nighttime that are bright orange and are a little jarring when you put them on, but they are super effective. The other ones that are clear um, are the ones I use during the day. They also have kids lenses, which we've gotten a lot, uh, or kids frames and lenses, I guess. We've gotten a lot of DMs from people saying like, I can't believe how much time my kid is spending in front of the screen right now for virtual learning. Can you please remind me what the link is for your blue light glasses you always talk about? Again, guys, these are not cheapy blue light blocking glasses that you can get in the checkout line at the hardware store. These are the real deal. They're high quality frames, high quality lenses, and you get what you pay for. They are a little bit pricier than what you're gonna find on Amazon or at Target. Honestly, you do get what you pay for it. They feel so great. They're not uncomfortable after wearing them all day. I love them. Go check them out. Blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. Discount code is JOY. Thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast and for supporting the sponsors. All right, let's do two more questions and then we're going right, to move on to the on. answers from last week. And I have a funny, I, I can't wait for this week's listener question that okay. we're moving into next week with. Okay. Favorite non-pumpkin fall recipes or flavors? Apple spice, like apple cider. Apple love, spice. Mm-hmm. And plum. I love plum. I'm trying to think of all the flavors of the Miss um, Myers fall. That's all oh, I, I know, right? <laughs> Acorn. Acorn. I love that one. I just kind of like skip fall sometimes and I'll go straight to pine. I agree with that. I do love yeah. a, a good pine candle. Absolutely. Yep. How do you find a hobby if you have no idea where to start and no obvious interests? Oh. I would say pick something that looks even like remotely interesting to you. Go on Instagram. You ch- Go like go on your Discover page, find something where you're like, huh, that looks like fun, and just try it. And if you hate it, oh well, try something new. Like, what do you gravitate towards? Like watching television. What kind of subjects do you like? What kind of people do you follow? Yeah. Who are you? Who are your heroes? Who do you admire? Like, kind of think of those what? things, and maybe that'll give you some ideas. Right. What do you see other people do, and you think, I wish I was the type of person who would do that. Right. One like of my trail favorite, running. Yeah, trail running, for example, surfing. 
one day. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories. So the book, if you guys have not read the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, highly, 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 highly recommend it. Listen to it. It's very good. She reads it on audio on audiobook. Um, and one of my favorite anecdotes in that book, of which there are like a million amazing ones, is she talks about this older woman who in her 70s decides mm-hmm. that she wants to become an expert on ancient Mesopotamia. And like one day she's like, you know what? Ancient Mesopotamia is kind of interesting. I think I'm going to learn a little bit about it. And within like 15 years, she has traveled to all of these historic sites. She has now become like one of the world around experts on ancient Mesopotamia. I love that story because it's like you never know where just like a little inkling of interest is going to lead you. And also people who you see who are like highly, highly skilled at certain things probably didn't always start out the way you thought that they did. Like she one day was just like, oh, that's an interesting fact. Oh, that's going to, you know, I'm going to learn a little bit more about that. Oh, ancient Mesopotamia, huh? And now, you know, and then she went on to become in her 80s, started in her 70s. This was not something, you know, she'd been doing all her life. And so, you know, just like follow those little teeny tiny interest sparks. Mm -hmm. And listen to that book would be another one of my recommendations because it will really encourage you that like hobbies and creative outlets can just exist for their own good reasons and you don't need to be a side hustle you don't need to do something because you're going to become an expert you don't need to do something because you want to like yeah don't even don't overthink it Mm -hmm. all you got to do is just like follow those little sparks and then like have you know just try it i always think too of like just write down like sit down if you if this exercise sounds fun to you like sit down and just write a list of things you're like wouldn't it be fun if Mm -hmm. and then just fill in the blank And just keep writing answers to that question and just write a list of like 20 and then put it down. Don't think about it. Come back to it tomorrow. Maybe do the same thing and see if you like something keeps popping up. See if there's any patterns. All right. So on to voice memos. Yes. And we did have a a couple other good ones like regarding like election stuff, um, which we will get back to in next week's episode when we talk specifically about ballot initiatives. But Joy, you did say you are going to watch the debate tonight. You did. I am. Said. You did say. I am not. Well, first of all, I don't get cable. So I have no way to watch the debate, even if I wanted to. The, all I'm I get sure you Netflix. could live stream it online. Probably. All I get yeah. is Netflix. I yeah. am not interested also. I'm just like, I'm just going to read the recaps oh, I, of it I've been looking forward to this since like since they put it on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. I can't. Just I'm just looking forward <sighs> to Joy's live tweets. Not oh, even I'm tweets. I'm so excited. Just text. So excited. Text you know what? Me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will text you. But the thing that I love more than anything, you guys, I love watching Scott watch the debates. Get I love watching Scott. What? Oh my god! I love watch. I love listening to him talk politics. I. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's like I just respect his opinion very much. And I'm not saying that everyone has to agree with him or agree with us. But I just we're in the same boat in terms of our beliefs and our political beliefs. But so, so it just makes it that much better. Like the other day we were watching a commercial. I mean, there's a mer- commercial going on right now that Trump has that is so full of lies. And I watch, like, I didn't say anything, but it came on and Scott was like, I just hear him start laughing mm-hmm. and he rewinds it. He's like, that is a blatant lie. So he's like, it's just so funny to watch him watch the debates or watch any press conferences because he will just start laughing. Oh, and then here's the other thing that Claire loves is Claire, uh, Scott started commenting on the journalists that were asking the questions. And he's like, I don't think he lets people in those press conferences, like at the White House, I don't think he lets people in that are actually like pro journalists, like seasoned, like like veteran, seasoned veteran journalists. Journalist. Like he just lets people in that are probably like dying to get into the White House to do a question or two with the president. Cause he's like, look at that guy. That guy has a wool coat on. 
He has a wool coat on and it's the summer. That's a February coat. That guy is an amateur. He probably just got a coat from his friend and he walked in there and it's a wool coat. Who is this guy asking about Meghan and Harry? So So great. So that's what I look forward to uh, for the debates is watching my husband watch the debates. Okay, so voice memos, moving on. Okay, so last week the question we asked was, what small acts of aggression... do you indulge in in your daily life? And the example was that the person who wrote in with this question was like, sometimes when I'm getting mad, I just go online and just like rage report Instagram posts that are about the diet culture, diet culture. You know, it was really more about like the intention behind that. So you guys wrote us some very, very, very funny examples. So this is Lindsay from New Jersey. And she says that when someone, when she holds the door for someone um, and they don't say thank you, when they walk through the door, she'll be like, you're welcome. Yes, <laughs> just love shout. that. <laughs> this one is from Nicole. Hi, this is Nicole from Baltimore. And my little act of rebellion, I think it all centers around household chores, oddly enough. But I refuse to separate my darks and my lights and my laundry. If I'm going to do laundry... We're lucky that we're doing laundry at all. I do not keep bleach in the house. I hate the smell of it. So I'm not going to end up doing that. And the other thing that I refuse to do is to hang curtains or blinds. I've moved a lot. I was military for a while. I've moved five times, five plus times in my adult life. And I refuse to put up curtains and blinds. My mom will come visit sometimes and that's how they will end up being put up in my house. But other than that, I am not about to do it on my own. The most recent house we moved into, my husband and I bought last spring, and the extent of anything on the windows has been stick-up blackout blinds that are made of paper, essentially, that are on our windows in our bedroom so that we can sleep. So not as morally conscious, I guess, is the example that you all gave, but I think that's the extent of my rebellion. She doesn't have blinds. She's yeah, like, she screw refuses. blinds! Big, big window coverings is coming to take us away. Okay, my, this is one of my favorite ones. This is from Susan. Oh, I was going to read Susan's. (laughs) So the little bit of aggression I have is when my husband really pisses me off, I leave dishes on the counter and make sure there is a juice glass at least half full. He hates dishes and especially when people pour things to drink and don't finish them. According to him, how hard is it to take the last sip? <laughs> How hard is this it? is like a this is like a reverse marriage hack. Like when you know people totally. so well that you know their pet peeves, you can just like totally. poke them. Poke at them. Totally. Okay, this one's from Lisa. Hi Joy and Claire. This is Lisa. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Wanted to call in with my act of aggression or rebellion. One of the things that I do is what I call spite donations. So if somebody thinks somebody says, you know, rubs me the wrong way, or there's an article in the news that really grinds my gears, I will go and make a donation to an organization that I know that that person wouldn't support or may need our support. Uh, given the circumstances. I've done this for years. Um, Sometimes it's to places like the Humane League when you hear about animal abuse. Um, This year I've donated hundreds of dollars to Planned Parenthood as an example. It's just a way I take my negative energy and try to just turn it into something positive. So that's all I have. Have a great day. I feel like that's a nice act of aggression. Like it's kind one. of like it's this, like, 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 hey, yeah, totally. It's totally. But I've I've seen that with politicians or people. Yeah, donating. like when that time that everybody was donating to parent, Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence's name. Totally. <laughs> this one is from Catherine. 
Hi, Joy and Claire. Um, I'm loving listening to the podcast and just hearing how everything is evolving. My small act of aggression or rebellion is that I refuse to buy something if I get an ad for it. And if it's something that I hadn't looked up or searched on my own volition first, I'll make exceptions if I get like a personal recommendation from a friend. But I typically just see it and I'm like, I know what you're trying to do and I'm not going to fall for your scheme. So yeah, that's just me being stubborn. And sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to click on this and I will confuse the algorithm as if that does anything. And also this is late, but I forgot one of the big office workplace phrases that I hate is when someone calls a project your baby. No, this isn't my child. And also this is weird because you're a man twice my age and have actual kids. And I'm just 23 here looking around like, please don't call this project my child. <laughs> okay, I love the ad thing where she's like, no, algorithm, you can't algorithm. find me. Yeah, totally, totally. So Which, by the way, when I posted about the social dilemma, everyone, mm-hmm. I had so many mixed reviews. Everyone said it's good information. A lot of people said they had a hard time watching the reenactments, which I agree. I got through like the first five minutes and they have like actors reenacting what they're saying. And I wasn't into that. So I turned it off. I was like, oh, I'm not in the mood for this. But I do want to go back and watch it because I know it's probably really good information. All right. One more. One more. This is from Kelly. Hey, Joy and Claire. It's Kelly from Hanover Park, Illinois. I am calling in to tell you my favorite aggressive move. I was going to send in my memo last week talking about how I got to ride in an elevator with Elizabeth Warren, but my phone was being weird, so I couldn't. Uh, My favorite go-to move is when somebody emails me a question that was answered in an email I previously sent. I will dig all the way back to find the one that I sent them and forward it to them, highlighting the piece that answers their question and the date that I sent it and just say, see below for the answer to your question. And that's it. Very rarely then do I get a similar question from that person ever again. So yes, I could just answer the question, but I feel as an educator, it's my job to lead people to find the information that they seek on their own. Thanks for doing what you do. Love you guys. Oh my gosh. I love that she like extrapolates it to like being actually a true calling of her job. Like it's my duty. It is my duty as an educator. To the information you seek on your own. Oh, Kelly. I love All Kelly. Right, guys. That's Kelly from our video, too. We we did get one from Bethany who said she does the there, there correction. Like yeah, they, everywhere. Like when Ross says it's, no, your, Ross does the your, your. She does the they, there, there. T-H-E-Y-R-E versus T-H-E-R-E, the grammatical person that's like correction. Yes. Every, every single time. thing. I love it. Oh, what was your active rebellion? Oh, I don't think I really have one. I don't, I'm not a subtle person like that. Like if I want to just like, I don't have like micro acts of aggression. I just do things that annoy me. (laughs) Maybe my only thing is that I get, I will go until my car is like about to die before I put gas in it. And if I get to the tank, if I get to the, the pump, that's what it's called. See, I never go. If I get to the pump, I have an 18 gallon tank. If I have to put less than 17 gallons in, I'm like annoyed. I'm like, this is a waste of time. I could have kept driving. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so the opposite. I'll have like a half tank and I'll be like, 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 whatever. You have a Tesla. I know. Now it doesn't, but I do, I did. Now we got to get to like the end of the battery and I was like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? My act of aggression is I am one of those people that I have like so many now that I think about it. Um, But I will be one of those people, like if I'm running and someone drives too close to me, if I'm on the street, I will 
do that thing with my hands and be like, what are you doing? Like, I'll put my hands up in the air. Like, why are you driving so close to the you bike? You will lane? literally put them, put your hands in the air like you just don't care, except you do care. 100% care. <laughs> I do that. And I'll like stop and I'll give them the, the hands up like, hey, why are you driving in my, in my bike lane? Or, or if someone's texting and driving, mm. I'll like wave at them. Yeah. It's probably not a good thing to do these days. Probably like things are good. good I mean, I, I, I will be very aggressive when I'm running on the street and I see like distracted drivers. So I'll totally like wave at them and be and like, stop. More distracted. And I've also, I'm, I will also like aggro speed. Like I'll just speed down the road. Like I'll So you are just, both the perpetrator and the judge. No, no, no. On the, on the highway. Like I'll definitely speed. Uh, I won't really, I don't really speed on like residential streets, but I'll just get like zippy in and out of highway mm-hmm. roads. Like if I just get like aggressive, like if a green day song comes on, sometimes that happens. Oh, well, and then I'm the opposite. Like if I see someone zipping, I'll like get in front of them and go really slow. Oh, okay. You're yeah. one of those people, which mm-hmm. I don't really mind sometimes. Cause I'm usually like in the middle. And then the other last thing that I thought of that I laugh at for myself, because I always feel bad when I do it. But in the drive up to Costco, there is a turning lane that's really only for exit cars. Yeah, You're not really supposed to go in. And I always go in that way because it cuts through all the people waiting in line to get to the stoplight that goes into Costco. And so every time I do it, I'm like, oh, is anyone looking? Is anyone looking? And I always feel bad because like, you can't get in trouble for that. Like there's not Right, Costco you know employees that it's against the norms. Yeah, so but that's my act of aggression. We're like, I'm not going to sit here and wait in all this traffic. Anyway, okay, so what's the question for next okay, I'm week? So excited Those were good ones. I read this in a, in a tweet on that somebody reposted on Instagram because I don't have Twitter. Here it is. What thing was normalized in your family? Like funny, like non non traumatic. What funny non traumatic thing, non violent thing? was normalized in your family that only later on did you realize was not the norm. So the example that was given was like, this person's dad put Cheetos in all of his soups as like a topping for soups. And so like, then she went out into the real world and was like, every time she would get soup, she'd like grab a bag of Cheetos. Everyone was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she was like, what are you, what oh, doing? Oh, that's so great. So, that's so great. What are the things, like one of mine is like my dad grew up playing hockey and we always had like a giant thing of hockey sticks in our garage. My dad didn't play hockey anymore by the time I was born, but we always had so many hockey sticks. And finally, one by the time, like it was like late high school because someone came over and they were like, why do you have so many hockey sticks? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, does not everyone have just like a giant trash can full of hockey sticks? <laughs> everyone has Even hockey sticks. No what are you talking about? plays hockey. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to hear what people say I know, about that. I'm so excited. It's like, what, yeah. like, not, you know, we're not looking for childhood trauma here. I am sure there's also a lot of horribly traumatic things that were normalized in everyone's families. So that's not what we're right. asking for. No, not at all. Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you, but that's not Get what I want to hear about. therapy. Yeah. You can, you can email us and I'll send you the therapy. Yes. That's for real though. <laughs> but, you know, if you came to find out only later in life that people, most people don't put Cheetos in their soup, Mm-mm. let us know. Yeah. You can email us. This is joinclair at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo. It is the voice memo app on your phone, on your iPhone. And if you have a Samsung, it is called Voice Recorder. Thank you, Heather, for letting me know. And we are unsure what the Google phone version still is. So if you have a Google phone, let us know. Just hold up your phone like you're making a phone call. Email us the file. This is joyanclair at gmail.com. You can go to our Instagram account at joyandclair underscore and click the contact us button. That will also give you 
all the information that you need. And I can't wait to hear your stories. I know. I can't wait to hear your stories. And I want to also put a plug in for um, an extra episode that I did for Mental Health Awareness Week. This is going to be dropping probably the day after you hear this episode. So make sure that you are subscribed to our feed. Uh, subscribe to our podcast, share our podcast. That really helps us out and leave a review if you haven't already. It just takes a couple seconds. And also subscribe to our On Your Marks Get Set Bake Show and share that with a friend as well. If they love the great British baking show, the British Bake Off, send it to them, tell them that you love it and support the podcast by doing so. Thank you guys so much as always for supporting us. And the last thing you can can support us is by going to blueblocks.com and ordering a pair of blue light blocking glasses, discount code joy. Thank Have a good week. Guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Like we do it.